0: Good afternoon, thank you for tuning in, News Talk five three, Michiana's news channel. I am your host, Casey Hendrickson, so sorry about that last one. I forgot that I went long with Samuel, but when he calls from Australia, I'm not going to take my breaks on time, and I'm going to keep him on there. But um, So I apologize about that. Back to the phone lines we go. <laughs> poor poor Lee, sorry about I I had to hang up on you, man. What's going on? Uh, I thought we were going to do the 5 o'clock news together if we almost almost did all right what's uh, on your mind thank you for being so patient
1: thank you for uh, per, uh, not promoting but for letting the public know about our dear leader up here in michigan now she had a disastrous week here but you would not know that from the michigan press
0: right she had a record so, fundraising drive that's that's all uh, they've been talking about uh
1: but you got to remember uh, now her the first money that she got uh, I think it goes back to last year for the two thousand twenty two government right. i can't promote. she's got a
0: she's got a lot of leftover cash in them coffers exactly yeah.
1: and and plus she received two a uh, two point five million from the democratic governors association
2: mm-hmm.
1: so that's uh and the other half comes the uh, national teachers union the n e a gave her $1 million. The other uh, national teachers union, the AFT, gave her $750 million, And the UAW just gave her underneath $2 million. Correct. So it's not the people of Michigan. It's not the school teachers of Michigan. It's these national organizations that are giving her the money.
0: And that was the thing yeah. when we were talking about it. It's like, okay, we need... We once once it's officially filed, let's go through where the money actually came from. So that's where things get real interesting, because you're right. I mean, it's, um, you know, she's she's getting a, a lot of money, but they're not coming from grassroots at all. And a lot of it's going to be out of state stuff like you already mentioned.
1: Right. And also, she's being groomed by the National Democratic Party mm-hmm. uh, back in uh, January. Uh, she was appointed to being a vice chair of the National Democratic Party. And so, you know, Biden uh, okayed that, uh, whatever okay he has to give. And, you know, so uh, also we see this week uh, she was, uh, you know, lost the battle finally about having all her uh, national executive orders Uh, go on forever. Mm -hmm. So the state legislature was finally uh, able to prevent her from just reissuing and reissuing her uh, executive orders. And one of the things, though, of course, she's doing is having the health department give out the new executive orders without calling them that. But that's not going over so well. Uh, Just today on your news report, Edwardsburg schools announced that they are not going to have the mask mandate that uh, Michigan Health Department has issued a request, not a requirement, but a request that all the school districts uh, mask up their little darlings uh, from two years old up on up. So uh, we have, uh, you know, it's not a revolt, but certainly uh, school districts, around here are trying to do their own thing as opposed to following in lockstep our dear leaders request to mask up for the new school year yeah
0: and good for them and you know look i mean you've also got a bunch of research coming out showing hey kids wearing masks not a good idea Uh, which we've always we've always known but as more research comes out it's going to be more difficult for them to convince parents that that's
1: an okay thing well, science has never gotten in her way, though. It's true.
0: <laughs> it yeah, so, she's she's know, a she's a real piece of work. And, you know, it's, it's I I think that she's in big trouble. And I think that she's well, she's raising money and she's running for reelection. I think that if she were offered a job in the executive branch in D.C. I think she would take it and get out of Dodge because I think she knows I, she's probably in trouble. Um, but, you know, it all it'll. it'll Here's the thing, the Michigan Republican Party never wastes an opportunity to screw up. So,
1: well, so, <laughs> we the mid branch of the uh, National Party, and that's the big problem, like you said. Also, uh, we now have James Craig, the retired police chief of Detroit, mm-hmm. a Democrat, who just announced, uh, what, last night on uh, Tucker Carlson, that he will uh, set, up, set up a committee to run for governor. So we have another Democrat try to challenge her for all her shenanigans. Yep,
0: Yeah, this is, um, I said, I think that she's in more trouble than than she wants to admit. I think that anybody who runs against her who has a halfway competent campaign team, they are going to have an endless supply of campaign ads, which highlight all of the times she's broken the law, got called out on it by the courts and also all the times that she got caught lying with when, when it comes to putting infected people in nursing homes, et cetera. So they, they just there's no reason that they shouldn't be doing an ad blitz twenty four seven on all of the times she lied to people throughout the pandemic and jeopardized lives. And and if that yeah. if she wins re election for that, I mean, you know, Michigan deserves what they get, I guess. Well,
1: how many votes can she buy in Detroit? That's the big question.
0: That is a big question. Yep. Wayne County can do it. You know, we've seen that before. So, hey, man, nice I appreciate your patience. I really do. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. All right. five, seven, four twenty five ninety five ninety five three. is 2595953. Bill, welcome to the program.
3: Yes. Hey, Casey. What's hey, up? Uh, I want to talk about this critical uh, race theory, mm-hmm. um, you know, which I kind of think is it's a bunch of garbage as a minority, a black man. And as a person, I'm listening to all this stuff that's going on about it. Um, I'm more depressed about it than I am more pressed about what's going on with it. Uh It's like anything else. If you tell a child that he's going to be stupid
1: mm-hmm.
3: uh, it's so, for so long, eventually he believes it. And that's what they're pushing right now. That's it's just it. To-
0: yeah it's it's and this is the thing too you know it's sold as a way to put whites in their place or get whites to understand the harm that their race has done in the past which continues to this day in this country but the other aspect of it is exactly what you're talking about you know it used to be called the the uh the racism of low expectations or what have you but it's just racism so what you're you're teaching black students that they are oppressed and they can't get ahead unless of course they drop a rap album or they're an athlete or something of that nature and you know i've decided that i am going to start doing this during black history month um... starting next year i'm gonna start highlighting conservative and republican black voices throughout the history of this country along with the scientists and everybody else who have done you know a tremendous job which they all get ignored right they're ignored yes, they now and only activists are promoted in Black History Month. And that's there's nothing wrong with promoting activists. Some of them are are great people, but there's so much more to black success in America than just activism and athletics. And that is you, true. you And it's, it's being ignored. And that's the thing that has to change. It's being ignored.
3: Yeah. You know, at the point. OK. Both of my kids, I have two sons, okay, both of them have excelled farther than I have ever expected them to do. That's great. They're, they both have
0: great jobs.
3: Uh, you know, they make good money, not decent money, but good money. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm not, you know, I'm trying to figure out how does it get oppressed unless somebody keeps telling <laughs> them. But I always told them that you, you know, you've got to work for it. It's not going to be handed to you. You've got to work for it. And, you know, another thing that I bring up here, okay, you probably remember this here um, the No Child Left Behind program, mm-hmm. you know, that was supposed to educate all these kids and help mm-hmm. them. Mm-hmm. All they did was lower the standards. That's right. So, so if you lower the standards, what good are you? Let's go to the other countries out there where people are walking or are waiting for a lifetime just to get a job or, or to get into school and we pretty much hand it and we pay them for it, you know? Yeah. I, I just don't understand
0: it. Well, you know? the good news is, and I think that this is part of the reason why there is such resistance, um, is that so many people, not obviously the, there are people in the white community who are speaking up about it, but there's an awful lot of people in the black community who are showing up at these school board meetings and they're telling everybody, you're, you're not helping us in any way by doing this. You're causing more harm than, than good, and maybe it's intended to be harmful and just under you know, some kind of a disguise, what have you. But the fact that so many people from all walks of life, all different racial demographics, all different socioeconomic demographics are showing up at these meetings and telling you know, these predominantly white leftists, by the way, that the stuff that they're pushing in curriculum in K-12 through education is nonsense and bigoted and shouldn't be tolerated. And what's happening well, is, in, in some places, I don't mean to cut you off, but in some places, what you're having is those white liberals go, uh-oh, is, is my white racism showing through here? And they're backing off of it because of it.
3: Well, uh, you just said something I was going to say. Why do I need a white lady to come on the TV or radio and tell me how depressed I am? She's not even my race. So does you know how depressed I am, Mm, Uh, you know, uh, and if you look at the demographics, they were just doing I I was looking to a report here yesterday. Uh, You go out and you look at all the people that have achieved uh, higher rates uh, of growth in their uh, society is such as, okay. um, you you have um, the Asians you have come over here from Vietnam and where else and they succeed the Indians. Mm-hmm. um all these people just they excel above us it's like we stand we, we stand still and watch them go around us yeah there's always a couple. of
0: there's always a couple of things that I like to point out when people talk about America being systemically racist against all blacks and one of the, the things that I point out is how is that possible if the most educated group of people are black women when it comes to college education so how how is that oppressing them and the other thing is Nigerians you know, That's it. Nigerians are one of the most successful immigrant populations in the United States. Now, Nigerians have a couple of things going for them that are missing in large swaths of of minority American uh, populations. And that is not only do they have a good educational system in Nigeria, they have an extremely strong family unit. And we when we find that there is a strong family unit, and you couple that with good education, there tends to be more success. And since the 1960s and only since the 1960s, that has been a big issue in the black community is having this two parent household before the 1960s. Blacks had a higher rate of two parent households than whites did. So when people say that that's left over from slavery, it's not accurate because it only started happening after the welfare state was promoted by the federal government. And it, it, it's now turning around. By the way, I see a lot of this, particularly in young black men. They are very different. Um, they don't want to be absent fathers. They want good quality women. They want to have a family. They want to have a good career. They're driven. They're motivated. They work really hard. Gen Z black men are going to be a game changer for this country. And they should be celebrated and promoted. They shouldn't be told that their their efforts are going to be in vain because of the color of their skin.
3: Well, you know, something that people are really go back and look, in 1965, when LBJ uh, was talking about the civil rights,
0: they ought to listen
3: to some of his comments that he made about yep. people, uh, about how I'll give them what they want and it will destroy them. You know, he wasn't—he wasn't the nice guy that everybody tries to to give him credit for, or the or the good liberal that wanted to uh, raise uh, ethnic people up. Uh, you well,
0: know, that's look listen to them. It was—it was a strategy, and it has worked out and pay dividends for the democrats there's no doubt about it the problem is, is that you know large communities in this country have suffered hey I gotta run I'm on a heartbreak. but Bill okay. thank you so much for thank being patient I know you're on you hold not. for a very long time thank you thank you, you not, All right. we got more coming up Newstalk 95.3 Michiana's news channel All righty, back to the phone lines I'm not even gonna bother throwing the number out there because we're so behind on the phone calls Jeff welcome to the program
2: Hey, Casey, thanks for talking with me.
0: Sure. Thank you for waiting for an hour.
2: <laughs> What's on your <laughs> You're mind? Worth You're worth it, man. I appreciate hey, that. Uh, I want to change gears here a little bit. I just happened to catch uh I was up the other morning, heard it for just a few minutes on the Brian Killmead show. Never heard it on the news, never heard it anywhere, which I don't, I ain't tuned in 24 hours a day, but. Mm-hmm about the women's soccer team losing over there.
0: Yeah, we made uh, we made the announcement when it when it happened, but we didn't do a whole topic on it. It was just an announcement. Um but right. yeah. Yeah, they kneeled for the for the anthem and then they got smoked by Sweden
2: 3-0. You know what, Casey? You kneel for our fallen. You stand for our flag. Yep. So, I don't feel sorry for, them. I hate to see the USA lose, but I hate to feel sorry for them. I can't feel sorry
0: for him. <clears throat> well, that's, that's just it. You know, I'm, I'm a big Olympics guy. I love the Olympics. I love coming on here every single day and torching every other country because we have a high, high, higher medal count. I love doing that. I have always been a women's soccer fan. And I'm in a position now where I'm no longer rooting for a team that I've been rooting for since I was a teenager. Right. And it's it's not because I want them to lose. It's that I am apathetic to everything that they do. Everybody knows I was a huge Hope Solo fan. And I would come on here and I would read off the Hope Solo stats and everything else. And and I was constantly talking about that on the show. So much so that people are like, stick to the issues, Casey. Nobody cares about soccer. Um, <laughs> but you know what? I was. I was a fan. But I, I can't support teams that, you know, they're taking a knee. And here's the thing. Everybody can lie about where that came from. I remember why Kaepernick said he was taking a knee. So you can all pretend that it's not a protest against America or what have you. Kaepernick told you all it was in his very first press conference. And then he had to do damage control. And then it was about not disrespecting the flag and everything else. He took a knee because he said he was not going to pay respect to a country that was racist. Period. And end of story that is protesting the entire country. That is not just protesting the flag that is not just trying to raise awareness for an issue that is protesting in an entire country because you think it's racist. And then he wore socks where he he called police officers pigs and then he did a bunch of other stuff. And they want to rewrite that history to try and gaslight people as if that's not what taking a knee is about. And everybody else after Kaepernick who's taken a knee, that's the message that they're sending. Not, I'm just trying to raise awareness for police abuse. No, I've been raising awareness for police abuse for 15 years on this show. And I still yeah. stand up and I say the Pledge of Allegiance and I stand for the national anthem. And I still get a tear in my eye every time I do it. So there, you can do both. But when the first person to do it says they were protesting a racist country, everybody else afterwards is now falsely saying that this country is racist and they're bashing this country. So I can't root for you. That's That's all there is to it. I just, I can't. And it, it sucks. I know, I
2: get, I get tired of hearing everybody's racist in this country. My biggest star was when I was a uh, little younger was watching Michael Jordan. Yeah. That guy was just, uh, he was a definition of basketball. Absolutely. Yep. And, uh, but everybody's a racist in this country.
0: Well, you I know, don't
2: get it. You know, I, I'm white. Look. Here, here's I'm you know like the, Michael Jordan every chance I got
0: I know I, look that's that's just it and the NFL is gonna you know continue to lose viewers and the NBA has mm-hmm. lost a ton of viewers the finals were like the lowest rated finals in a long long time the all-star game for Major League Baseball the lowest rates ratings in like 40 years or something like that so hey, if they want to keep playing this game let them play it hey man I gotta roll one but more, I appreciate
2: one more thing real quick I, you I, my get music's playing with you. Can you get together with your comrades uh, the next time, have them all start talking about that stuff, man, about these people taking knees and stuff.
0: I hear you. All right, man, I appreciate it. Thank you much. All right. All right. We got more coming up, 95.3 MNC. Okay. Welcome back. RBCarCompany.com. Full inventory is right there on their website. If you need a use vehicle, go see them. Let them know that I sent you. All right. We got to get back to the phone lines. I do my best to get everybody out of here before the end of the show. Jim, welcome to the program. Hey, Casey. How I, you doing? I'm doing well, man. What's on your mind?
2: Uh, just, a, where do you start?
0: The fastest um, one, because you don't have a lot of time.
2: <laughs> so many damn
0: I, things. I know.
2: Well, it's wow, well, well, Sleeping with spies. Andrew Cuomo making money off of the Dessa elderly, fondling women's, mm-hmm. and... Mm-hmm. Hunter Biden throwing guns in trash cans, and none of these guys are jailed. And it just boggles my mind. Um, but, but, but I guess more importantly than that, what are we, you know, people are all talking about when the new votes come, you know, and we're going to get back the House and we're going to get back the Senate. Mm-hmm. I remember when you said, um, you made a comment a while back about if someone doesn't believe that there was fraud in the election, I'm not even going to a conversation with them. Um, it's now, I think been proven that the president did actually win the election and it's neither here nor there. It's like when the saints got beat, nothing's going to happen, but I don't understand what makes people think that we're actually going to win anything. I mean, he got, he they gave Biden the presidency, then those two senators mm-hmm. won, mm-hmm. but they still gave it to the other senators. And now we have a million new voters for the Democrats that's come across the border. What makes people think we'll ever win anything?
0: Well, you know, here's here is the best advice that I can give you, because, again, uh, they have been changing some election laws to make sure that what happened in 2020 doesn't happen again. I think that's good. Um, Georgia just decertified all of the Fulton County election machines that just happened today um because of those changes and because people are aware of it you know they they've made they've made steps to where the the midterm election is not going to be able to be manipulated the way that it was the problem is is that the stuff that Facebook does and I'm not just talking about social media I'm talking about the billions of dollars that they have invested in 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 the way that elections are conducted in various parts of the country that's still in place so what has to happen now is you've got to get more people out to vote. And Republicans have to stop doing something. We're at a, we're at a stage where you're just going to have to suck it up if your candidate sucks and you don't like them because you know Republicans have a history of not showing up if their candidate isn't perfect, and that can't happen anymore. They have ceded way too much control, and then what they do is they spend the next four years you know, griping and complaining that the country is going to hell in a handbasket, but it was their fault. It was their fault because their candidate wasn't perfect, their candidate only agreed with them 83% of the time, and it wasn't 100% of the time. And that wasn't good enough. Republicans have to stop doing that. I'm telling you right now, I've never been this guy before, but I am telling you right now, if you are a Republican, if you're a conservative, and a lot of you libertarians need to stop being married to your party on some of these, these races, you need to start voting for people that keep out crazy communists. That's kind of where we're at. Um, and and I, I hate to be that guy, because I think that you should like the person that you're voting for, but we have reached that stage where it's no longer an option for you to stay home but
2: but what about like Liz Cheney and the rest of these Republican clowns that are like the, yeah. the, the Republicans have said that the voting was perfect i mean there's yeah i know look, look liz, we liz got so many Republicans that are just idiots
0: look look at her husband country. Yeah, look at her husband liz cheney's breaking uh, fundraising records from outside money too just like gretchen whitmer is you know put your dollars into the candidate not into the party find candidates that you want to support give them your money Don't give it to the party. Don't give it to a committee. Give it to the candidate directly. That is the best way for you to control the outcome of the midterm election. I wish I had more time. I got to run, man. Appreciate the call. Thank you so much. We got more coming up 953MNC.